Welcome into the cage, everybody. I'm Christian Rahal with Tyler Nitto, Jacob Close, Seth Ashford, Drew and Riley are off tonight. Jacob, give us a rundown. Well, today we're going to be talking about uh, the Sunday and Monday night games for the NFL, and we're going to be breaking down in depth the playoff picture for the MLB. Let's get started. So I guess we'll jump right in with the NFL games last night. We'll start off with the New York Jets at the Detroit Lions. So, Seth, what did you think about that game? Well, whenever Sam Darnold played in college, I wasn't really a big fan of him, which he had an all right game. He had like 198 yards and a touchdown. Or I don't know if he had a touchdown, but he had a pick six at the very beginning. So, Well, I think the opinion of Sam Darnold was going back and forth throughout the whole game because – at the very beginning, when he threw that pick six on his first NFL pass, people were saying, oh, this guy's terrible, unbelievable. But then he ends up winning the game, what was it, 48 to 17 or something yeah, like that? that, was, that was... Yeah. Now the Lions, they just look absolutely terrible. Matthew yeah. Stafford couldn't get anything. I didn't really watch it too much, but I, their offensive line might have been bad. I don't know what it was. Well, what was I mean, what he end up with? The I think three or four. Wells, first game with the Lions. He had 10 carries, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. Isaiah Crowell, first game with the New York Jets, you mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He played really good. He's a fantasy pickup, for sure. I already yeah. have him on my team. I think the biggest um, fantasy pickup is Sam Darnold, though. From what he played last night, and I mean, people are obviously talking like how the Jets are contenders and everything in that division, but I think they're forgetting who all's in that division. It is a pretty weak division, but there's just this one team in that division named the New England Patriots. Mm, yeah. Ever see yeah, New York Jets good. catching them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, besides them, the division's really awful. I mean, it's the Lions. I don't and, know. The uh, Dolphins, they had a good game. They're, Not yeah. the Lions, the so Dolphins. And these things. power rankings that came out. Oh, boy. I do not know uh, who made them, but... Yeah, that, on that's ESPN. just terrible. I think yeah, the... the power NFL. We have the Eagles for number one, and... I mean, clearly the base... Pittsburgh Steelers are at number nine. I feel like... You think they should be higher or lower? The, I the should Browns should have went up more, too. Well, yeah, the, the Browns, Browns should have went up. And Browns went up went only two. They're so at they're 30 20. Now. 30? I think. I thought the Bills and the uh, – I thought the Bills were lower than them. And the uh, Chicago Bears are at – 15? Yeah. Yeah, ahead of the Broncos, which That's I thought they had. Backers. Not really good, but – the running game looked pretty good. Those two I, rookies they had. I don't think the Eagles should have been number one. Oh, yeah. I think they didn't have too good of a game. And I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And if they do make the playoffs, it will be the wild card because. The Redskins are pretty good. Uh, yeah, I don't know who's going to win that division, but I don't think it's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. Based off of uh, this week, I would I would say the Redskins. Yeah, the Redskins look good. The Cardinals look pretty bad, though. That's yeah, that's true. But 
Speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, just in that division, their offense obviously looked horrible, and there's been some interesting talks about them wanting to – or not wanting to, but there's been talks about people saying that they need to re-sign Des Bryant. And I just think we need to play this video of Stephen A. Smith about what he thinks the Cowboys did to Des Bryant, and so let's listen into that. I want to emphasize, and I hope that Dez is looking at me while I say this about him. Dez has lost a step. Dez is not what he used to be. But Dez is still better than most. There is no reason why Dez Bryant should be out this league. Dez Bryant has been sabotaged by the Dallas Cowboys. Because when they pushed him out the door, they did not offer him restructuring of his contract. They did not offer him a pay cut. What they did was similar to what the Carolina Panthers did to Steve Smith years ago. In order to elevate the profile of Cam Newton and make sure that nothing interfered or impeded his growth in any way, the strong personality that was Steve Smith, they elected to let go. I personally believe it might have cost them a Super Bowl because if Steve Smith was with them, they might have beat the Denver Broncos. That's just me. He's that kind of big money player. He's that kind of big money player. Des Bryant, when you look at Des Bryant, think Dak Prescott. Think about the willingness to protect him. And as a result, they said Des Bryant is a locker room problem. That's the reputation. Privately, they put that out there about him, and it's costing him. When you are in the throes of a negotiation, Max, with anybody, whether you're talking to Cleveland, whether New Orleans called, whether you want to go to Washington or New England or whatever the case may be, you have to recognize that if it is America's team and they do have that profile, anything they say about you is going to be magnified tenfold. And the fact is you got to know that and play your hand accordingly is unfair as it is to Des Bryant. And it is unfair. In the end, it's what they did. And it's his reality. And I think he should have grabbed the job before the season began. So I'm going to have to comment on that. I'm going to have to say that Des Bryant is being treated sort of how the Steelers treated Martavius Bryant last year, but Martavius Bryant got into some trouble. He deserved it. Yeah. Des Bryant's yep. being treated like a guy who has no talent when even if he's not as good as he once was, he's still better than most of these receivers. So it is ridiculous mm-hmm. how he's not on a team right now. And he could help yeah. he could help thirty one out of the thirty two teams if that one team is the Cowboys because they won't take him back. But any of those teams he could help. Yeah, I think he's a he's a threat, but I feel like he's fallen off the last couple of years. But he he's not off the field, not doing so amazing. But but he claims he's going to sign with the team within the next few weeks. Personally, as a Cowboys fan, I wish we would have never let him go, and I wish he would be on the Cowboys because I think he is a huge reason of why the offense isn't as good. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows where he's going to land. The, uh, Stephen A. Smith said that the Cowboys said that he was like a, uh, what do you say, a, a, bad, yeah, a bad person in the locker room or whatever. I can't remember exactly what it was, but that. Locker room drama, locker room trouble, but I don't know if I buy that. 
can't really have that right yeah. team, though, because... Yeah, but look at Le'Veon, bro. the chemistry. Same thing. He's a that's, huge locker exact, problem. Yeah. Um, that, I feel like that's the reason why they went in overtime with the Browns. Tied. Yeah. Because they didn't have Le'Veon, Bell. Yeah. yeah. It would have been a bit... And it really, it's really showing that the Cowboys, I think they need him back, but they're not going to. They're not going to get him back. And... I mean, I, I feel, feel like, like over the coming weeks, pressure. they're I feel like if Dak can't get the job done and they go the next mm-hmm. few weeks with the same kind of results where, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was record-setting. The first half, they hadn't even been into opponent territory the entire first half. I mean, if this kind mm-hmm. of stuff keeps up, there's going to be all kinds of pressure on Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett. Well, it's not to, only. If not re-sign yeah. Dez, but to pick up somebody else that could help them. It's not only yeah. mm-hmm. Dez is the problem. It's the, like Travis Fred, uh, Travis Frederick. He he like he made a big yeah, impact on that team with uh, Zeke not being able to do too hot against the Panthers. No, the Panthers yeah. do have a good rush defense and a good defense overall, but the passing game just was not there. And the offensive line, even when they they did have their struggles, but even when they would give Dak time in the pocket, he couldn't seem to find. His targets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got that new guy uh, from Jacksonville, Alan Hearns. Did he do any good? I think he had one reception for about 15 yards. And that's another thing. I feel like if we had Dez, it would attract attention because the defense is going to be worried about Dez, and it's going to open up catches for Alan Hearns and other guys like Cole Beasley just by having Dez on the field, even if he doesn't do anything. Yeah. I just think it's funny mm-hmm. that they released him. They didn't even try and trade him or anything. Yeah. I mean they could have they could have traded him easily. Like I, I think guess. what they should have done is they should have kept him till the preseason, let him try out a few moves, show like let him show what he can still do and basically show thirty one of those teams who he still is and see who wants to take him. Well, I mean, as Stephen A. said, they just like the Panthers did with Cam Newton and Steve Smith. I mean, yeah. they're doing it for Dak. Everyone knows they're doing it for Dak. I mean, this team, mm-hmm. I love Dak, but I'm just not sure if we should have ran off Romo, ran off Dez for Dak. I just yeah. don't know. So I guess well, if we need to we'll go ahead. The, the way his rookie season looked, he looked like he'd be like top quarterback in the league. But mm-hmm. he has obviously not shown that. Yeah. So he's a lot of a very good offensive line. He equally had a breakout year, and Dez was catching passes that year, too. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at it, all these quarterbacks that have been drafted lately, they're not really doing too well. The The top five, top ten quarterbacks, most of them are all almost done with their careers, so... It's not looking good for the NFL in their future. Cowboys, well, they had Deontay Thompson, I guess. He's their mm-hmm. second leading receiver with 27 yards. So, And not only that, this, the creativity in the Cowboys' offense is terrible. They said they're going to keep getting creative. But, I mean, Tavon Austin, he's a speed guy. He's got good hands. And they're using, they're doing the same thing that they did with Ryan Switzer. They're just having him start off in the slot 
and he's running over, taking a jet sweep. That's the only play he got the whole game. Mm-hmm. Where's the creativity? One run, one yard. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's not good. Well, yeah, like, speaking of rookie quarterback. The is not looking good. Oh, yeah. Speaking of rookie quarterbacks, uh, let's talk about um, Sam Darnold. He played very good. Mm-hmm. Except, I mean, when he first started his game, I don't think people thought he was going to be yeah. very good. Pick six on the first pass, as mm-hmm. I alluded to earlier in the episode. But yep. overall, good performance by Sam Darnold. Great performance. First time that any rookie quarterback has – Won by 31 or more points since Tom Brady's rookie debut. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Which might say something about his future. Yeah. yeah. I well, mean, I was yeah. scared, of, what I I was scared is, about the guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that um, although he did really good, I think the Lions just did not know how to deal with him. Like, their defense was not looking good. Other than the pick six, but I think it was just him. I think it was just overall the Lions just weren't ready. I mean, Matthew Stafford, he's like second most paid quarterback, and (laughs) he was not looking good. I'm gonna have to agree with Seth on this one because I mean, yes, they played great, they won by 31, but let's not get carried away here. This doesn't mean they're going to the (laughs) Super Bowl. I mean, you gotta remember the Lions played. Awful. Four interceptions. You cannot tell me. I guarantee you, the 31 other teams in this league, they got four interceptions. They would win the game. Yeah. So we can talk a little bit well, about Rams Raiders game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very late game. Nine point start. Yeah. 10 20 Eastern time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it was a pretty good game. I, I mean, got to be honest, I was in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was too. Well, I, I think uh, watch it. I don't think the Raiders are going to be any good this year. <laughs> Honestly, well, let's They're, not let's not John forget Gerd. who the Rams have on defense: Akeem Talib, yeah. Marcus Peters, Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. Ramakun Sue. I mean, that's yeah, stacked. Their defense is looking yeah. good, but I'm not the Raiders' sold. defense definitely not looking good. Rams they had one sack whole game. The Rams are good, but I'm not sold on them yeah. a Super Bowl contender just yet. I'm going to have to see more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, uh, we got to talk about the Packers-Bears game from Sunday night. packers Bears. Khalil Mack did which was very good in his yeah. uh, in his Bears mm-hmm. debut. Let's just all agree that the Bears choked that game away. One hundred percent. What about uh, Aaron Rodgers? Kind of. I mean, yes, Aaron Rodgers tore it up, but you still very the Bears. Okay, okay, Jacob, say what you're gonna say. I was just going to say that the Bears probably should have and could have stopped Aaron Rodgers, even though he was playing like a god. The Bears choked it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't let an injured quarterback 
come back. Yeah. And, I mean, granted, it's Aaron Rodgers. Very good mm-hmm. quarterback, but you just can't do that. Yeah. Now, now after watching uh, Aaron Rodgers do that, do you, do you guys think he's going to do better this year than Tom Brady? No. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback overall than Tom Brady. <laughs> I think he's one of the greatest of all time. Obviously, Brady, but I mean, I've got to say this. A lot of people will disagree with me, but I think Tom Brady in the system that he's in, if you switch Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers at the start of their careers and you put Aaron Rodgers with Bill Belichick, there's no doubt in my mind he would have just as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady. Yeah. 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 I think so, too. Hasn't been amazing for the Packers. My top yeah, three. Put, like, my top three would have to be Joe Montana, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady in that order. Especially the last few seasons, Packers coaching hasn't been good. I mean, even last year. Yeah. I mean, I guess in the off season they chose to get Deshaun Kaiser, which I don't think mm-hmm. is very good. No, Brett Hundley. Like a lot of interceptions. <laughs> No, he's ter- He's been. He's had a terrible NFL career. Brian Kelly, when he was at Notre Dame, Brian Kelly kept trying to tell him that he needs to stay in college one more yeah. year, but he didn't listen. He went to the NFL, and it probably hurt his career. Oh, it definitely hurt his career. I, I really think that he was the main reason that we went zero and sixteen last year. The Browns. Well, yeah, it's always the quarterback's fault. I mean, leader of the team. <laughs> I will say the coaching staff played a big part in that too but Kaiser just threw so many interceptions and bad passes and I he was the main reason we could have won a lot of the games if we didn't have him all right we got to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with some MLB talk we're back in the sports give us an MLB update Well, before we start with an update, I just want to um, take a moment to remind us all that today's 9-11, and relating to MLB, I'd like to talk about the uh, New York Mets and a game they had 10 days after 9-11 in 2001, where Mike Piazza, I don't know if I pronounced that right, um, he had a two-run home run at the end of the game, and... um, this was 10 days after 9-11, and all the fans that came out to the stadium, the Mets just came back from a, a long, like, away trip. And this really, it was just, it showed how sports connects us in a way that, like, America was freaked out at that point in time. And that was just one thing that really helped, um, you know, keep us together. And it shows how sports can do that. Absolutely. Very sad day. So, with that said, um, we're going to move on to the MLB playoffs this season. Where um, not much has changed since the last couple of days. But um, the Brewers just beat the Cubs tonight. Which um, puts them only two games back from the division. No, the Brewers and the Brewers beat the Cubs tonight. They were already one game back. So that yep. 
The Brewers are currently losing Let to me, the Cubs 3 nothing. Oh, yeah. In the bottom of the eight. Last night. Okay. Let me do a quick standing check. On the NL Central. Mm-hmm. On the NL Central. Yeah, as I thought, the Brewers are one game back from the Chicago Cubs. The Cardinals are three and a half back. The Cardinals are currently leading the Pirates 5-1 in the top of the eighth, and the Brewers are trailing 3-0 at the bottom of the eighth. So that's the NL Central. Yep, sorry, I'm in NL Central. Left so talk a little bit yep. about the NL West. The NL West. Well, we um, not much has changed, but the Colorado Rockies are ahead of the Dodgers by um, 0.5. Two games. games. No, two games now. No, two games. Two games. Yep. Yeah, the Dodgers so, lost to the Reds and are currently getting beat beaten by the Reds. Sorry, my stats were a little behind. Two games, sorry. And the um, Arizona Diamondbacks are currently back 3.5 games to the Colorado Rockies, which is a bit of a shock because I I did not expect the Rockies to be winning the division this late in the season. So, Well, I think everybody expected the Dodgers to be winning the division. And if the Cardinals can hang on tonight, and they're currently at 5-1 and 8, if they can hang on tonight – they will have a three-game lead yep. on the second spot in the wild card. Which, if they can mm-hmm. get past that, they have a four-gamer coming up with the Dodgers. If they can get past that, they could be in position for mm-hmm. a playoff spot, and the NL Central could be in position for a three-team playoff. I can just tell you, as a baseball fan, it'd be great if the Dodgers got knocked out of the playoffs because they are they are a threat, and if they got taken out – like out of the playoff, yeah, it it'd be they huge. are a threat player wise, but I think we all know, yeah, they've had good players before and they yeah. do not play well in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest threat yeah. are teams that get hot out of nowhere, like the Cardinals have. Mm-hmm. Like if you remember back in 2011, yeah. when the Cardinals won the World Series, they were the wild card team, and they had to beat the Brewers, who won the division. And they did. And just by getting hot at the right time, they won the World Series. So, I mean, it's very unpredictable in baseball. Well, yep. speaking of and... getting hot, the and... Athletics are on a five-game winning streak. And are two and a half back on the Yankees for the top wild card spot. But that's pretty much a lock if I've ever seen yep. one. Eight well, games. they're only – I mean, another game separation. They're only three games back um, behind Houston. Yeah, I meant for the wild card. The NL or the AL West is still up for grabs between Houston and Oakland. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Oakland does not play them again though for the rest of the season. They don't have that matchup, so that's going to be tough to catch them without a direct matchup with the Astros. Yeah. All right. Well, continuing with the AL, Boston has now clinched a spot in the playoff, mm-hmm. which everybody expected. Yep. Cleveland is only four games away, and the Astros Keep my, the, are on the second-place team in the AL Central is 16 mm-hmm. games back from the Cleveland Yeah. Teams. Yeah, they can't lose more than three games. Mm-hmm. Well, says, going – Going back to Boston, if Boston can finish the season, which would be tough to do, obviously, but if they can finish the season 
fifteen and two, they would tie for the best record in MLB history, which would be a hundred and fourteen and forty eight. And if they can go sixteen and one, they would have the best record, which I don't think they can, but it's a possibility. Yeah. Mhm. Well, looks so like what's the next topic on the show. Mm-hmm. We are going to be moving on to a bit of NBA because the season starts in just a couple of weeks. And so what's some news we've heard? Um, I don't, I don't really think there's been much happening. Okay, so nothing really much has happened in the NBA. But uh, some big news is, uh, well, not really big news, but I guess for Suns fans, Devin Booker, uh, he is missing six weeks for a surgery on his right hand. And, uh... That's what I heard, yeah. And Lou Deng has signed with the Timberwolves. The I saw that as well. Yes, the Timberwolves. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really been following the NBA much right now. Because it's obviously the off season, More focused on the NFL. Yep. Well, Rodney Hood signed a uh, offer from the Cavaliers. But I guess if we're going to talk about the NBA, we got to do something. So I'm thinking we could do some predictions. So some I guess extremely early predictions. Way too early predictions. Give us your uh, – let's just do this. We'll start out with the top eight in the West. So I'm gonna I'll release my top eight in the West. I'm going to put the Warriors at number one. And then at number two, I'm gonna put the Rockets. Number three. I'm gonna put Thunder at number three. Then number four, I'm gonna put the Utah Jazz, number five, I'm going to put the Dallas Mavericks, number six, Los Angeles Lakers, number seven, San Antonio, number eight, Denver Nuggets. All right. Uh, For the West, I would say number one, Golden State, Uh, two, Houston, obviously. Uh, hmm. Number three, uh, I'm going to have to go with OKC as well. Uh, number four, I'm going to say the Trailblazers. Uh, five, I'll go with the, uh, hmm. Five, I guess I'll go with the Jazz. Six, I'm going to go with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, seven, uh, I'm going to go with Timberwolves. And eight, it's going to be the Lakers. Yeah, I'm just not sure about the t- uh, the Trailblazers. I don't know. Seth, what do you think? What's your eight? Uh, like you guys said, Golden State, Houston. Then number four, I think I'm going to have to go with Utah Jazz because uh, I'm expecting Donovan Mitchell to have another good year. Number five, um, I think I'm going to have to go with, I guess I'll go with the Pelicans. 
Then number six, you're gonna have to go with the Lakers. Uh, number seven, I'm gonna have to go with, with the. I feel like the Trailblazers are gonna do pretty good, and I feel like Dallas is gonna be making it back there. I would put Denver there, but Michael Porter Jr. I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be out for the year, so he is. Where did that come from? Well. Or on the on draft day, they uh, or some Nuggets uh, manager, someone for the Nuggets said that uh, he could possibly miss the whole year. I but he could also me. start. Oh, yeah, he, he could also start. possibly miss the whole year. Which right, I mean, it. some of those picks could obviously change depending on if Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. plays. But those are mine. All right, Jacob, give us yours, and we'll move on to the East. All right. Well, obviously, Warriors first, Rockets second. Then I'm going to put um, OKC. I'm going to put the LA LeBrons for four. Go with the um, Lakers Pelicans. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go with the Pelicans at five, Timberwolves at six, Jazz at seven, Whoa. and Nuggets at eight. All right. Well, mm. instead of since the East is pretty hard to predict because there's no telling what's going to yeah. happen, let's just go with the top three or four. Mm. I, I'm going to say, I want to say Boston, and then I'm going to go Philadelphia, mm. and then I'm going to go Indiana, and then I guess for that number four spot, which is kind of a wild card, I'm going to have to go with Giannis and the Bucks. You're sleeping on those Raptors. I don't. I don't trust them. They lost to Rose. They do have Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. They do have Kawhi yeah. Leonard, but I'm not sure how well mm-hmm. they're going to transition into a team. So I'm going to put them at number five. <laughs> just, just do the whole thing. We got six, right, seven, okay. and eight. Yeah, I'll just throw in. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Washington. John Wall. You can't ever sleep on that. And then we'll throw in. Yeah. I guess I, I got to go Miami Heat. But then my wild card, the Chicago Bulls will be going back to the playoffs. Wow. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. You're not picking the Cavs? No one Wendell Carter. Cavs are the worst team right. in the I, NBA when LeBron I leaves. Don't have to see disagree how, I do not see how the Bulls yeah, the Bulls are, can make it to the playoffs. Okay. It's all draft. Bulls are. They got you draft. And they, they got, got Zach Levine. Zach Lane, Mark Wendell Carter. They're going to be good. They're so, my good, top eight for the East <laughs> probably go. I mean, it's too hard not to put Boston at number one. Yeah. It's all the talent they have. Um, and two. Hmm. Number two, I'd have to go with the Raptors. It's Kawhi Leonard's mm-hmm. great player. Uh, Number three, we're going to go with the Bucks and Giannis. Bucks is going to have a MVP season this year. Um, number four, we're going to go with the Pacers. Five, uh, we're going to go Miami Heat. Six, Washington Wizards. Um... Seven, 76ers. 
and eight, the Detroit Pistons. Jacob? All right. All right. Well, number one, Boston. Obviously, you can't really put anyone else up there. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with the 76ers because I really I, – I think they're going to do pretty good this year. Number three, I got the Bucks. Number four, I'm going to put the Raptors. Number five, I got the Wizards. Six, I got the Cavs. I really think that um, Colin Sexton's going to be really good for them. And they re-signed Rodney Hood and Kevin Love. They still got all those older guys. I think they can make some things happen. So then seven, I got Pacers. And then eight, I... Looks like we lost well, Jacob there. Yeah. Seth, you want to give us your eight? Yeah, well, he's gone. I'll give you mine. I'm going to go with uh, number one, Milwaukee, because I just don't feel oh. like anybody can stop Giannis. LeBron's not in there anymore. So. Hey, I kind of like two. that pick. Number two, uh, Boston. Number three, I'm going to have to go with... Phil, no, I think I'm going to have to go with Pacers, honestly. Then Philadelphia. Then I'm going to have to go with Toronto. In that five, I believe. Six, I'm going to have to go with... Ooh. I think I'm going to have to go with John Wall in the Wizards. Seven... I feel like the Hawks have some talent. Trey Young might have oh, a pretty good year. Twenty-four and, win to the playoffs. <laughs> and I think we're gonna have to go with number eight. I kinda I'm gonna agree with Jacob and the Cavs can make it eight. Barely. Alright, real quick before we wrap it up. Who's winning the NBA finals? Oh, Seth go first. Man. Who's winning the finals? Oof. Well, I believe it will not be the Warriors because I feel like them getting Boogie is making their team too good for them to be too successful. So I'm, I think I might have to go with the Celtics as if they can keep everybody healthy, then they might have it. Yeah, there's only one scenario as to where someone, a team from the West does not win the finals. And that's if everybody on the Boston Celtics is healthy. So, hmm, I'm going to have to say, you know, I hate to say it. Could be the Rockets. You know, we're going to go with Celtics. Celtics will win the finals. You know, as much as I hate to say it, I can't see the the Warriors not making it out of the West. But as much as I want the Mavericks to win the finals, I think they'll make a run to the second round of Western Conference finals, but no one's beating the Warriors. So it's going to be Warriors in the finals, and they're going to be playing one of those East teams in the top three, be Celtics, Pacers, or Philadelphia, and the Warriors are going to get it done. That's my prediction. Yeah. That's that. Right. 
think that wraps it up here. Thank you for listening to the Sports Cage in Tulsa, Oklahoma.